wrestling. We're going to talk about it. Tim and Joel call it in the ring. Sunday afternoon. Mid-draft. Middle of the draft. Because this draft never ends. Nice it's the uh, the multi-day draft. It's it's kind of like taking your vitamins every day. Mm. But it's, it's more than one a day. That's like 16 a day. You ever take 16 uh, vitamins in a day? No, that sounds, I don't, I don't take vitamins. I just eat food. <laughs> also, uh, what, was, what was that opening? What was that? Were you like, were you being a chicken? Is that what we're doing? It's Sunday on the farm? Sunday on the farm, which sounds fine to me. What's wrong with farms? You farm wrong with farms. farms are what feed us. They are. I'm a big proponent of farming. <laughs> I would never be one to own a farm or tend to a farm, but, yeah. uh, you know, I, just I just heard a lot of clucking in that intro. Anyway, uh, yeah, no theme this week. We're go, we're in transition on on a little 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 technical matter, but you'll hear it in the audio podcast for those of you who uh, don't want to look at our ugly mugs. Oh, I can't blame them. Yeah, me neither. So ugly. <laughs> have we thought about changing our name to Two White Guys with Beards who do a wrestling podcast? Uh, there is a wrestling podcast called Between Two Beards. No, I like them though. I, I was at SummerSlam <laughs> with JPJ. Yeah, I like JPJ. So, that's the thing. We can't. We can't be. Uh, that's gimmick infringement, sir. Oh God, that's right. Oh, now I see why you did that. Yeah, because yes. because uh, old Papa Penguin in in the chat giving us yes. uh, giving us a little reminder. Little, I feel like they did a shout out to that in uh, in the actual draft. Oh my God! <laughs> like I, one of the commentators, I'd probably McAfee. Uh, oh, just drag, like- drug it out, you know, and I was like, "Yeah, okay, cool." He he made his impact, an indelible mark, if you will. Yes, it was something. Speaking of something, how about you toss us a thumbs up on this video? How about you do that? Okay, maybe you can leave a comment, join us live here in the chat. That's always recommended, always welcome. We love having new voices, old voices, friends, old and new. Do that and subscribe to the channel if you haven't yet. Get on that. Yep. Why not? Uh, and also, we do have a Discord. There's a link in the video description. The Discord is free for now, so uh, come and hang out. Let's do it. See? Join the Discord. Mod Mike knows Join the about. Discord. Yeah, right. what, wait, what's, what's that backwards? We can make a song out of it. Join the Discorder? Droxid at Niage. At Niage is the same. There Niage, we go. Yeah, it's all the same. <laughs> Droxid uh, at Niage. All right, let's talk about it. It's draft season, baby. And also an upcoming season premiere. So all sorts of the word season being misused. So it's always the same. They they do the season premiere after the draft. And the draft used to be like a, a summertime slash post WrestleMania thing. And is it just annual kinda... now though? Like are they doing it, it every year? That's yeah, see, they've they they sure do know how to cheapen something. <laughs> that, and this was a this was like a Sean Ross Sap discussion. He had posted a He's been posting about the relationship between WWE and the broadcast partners, right? Mm. And it is, it's a lot about partner management. It's not like, you know, Fox is mad and USA is mad. No, it's, it's about how you find ways to navigate your responsibility as a content creator, as a content developer versus what your networks want and what they would expect from you, the content provider. So part of it was, you know, when we were pre-pandemic, they were trying to find ways to boost ratings for Raw. And that included, you know, turn the lights off, the 24-7 title, Raw Underground, like a plethora of things. And <laughs> Raw then, Underground. 
Uh, exactly. Everyone remembers Raw <laughs> Underground. For better or worse. Episode one. Episode one was very memorable in that it had so many, so much shit thrown at the wall that was scraped right off of it quickly after. But that's what Raw's become for the last few weeks. Throwing shit at the wall and seeing what, what works. And some things yeah. work and some things don't. The point is, the USA WWE connection has always been one of like, we trust you, uh, but we don't want scapegoats. That's like, yep. that's what it comes down to. We want to see, we want to see some success. There comes a point when success is not shown by a couple of like popped ratings. And mm-hmm. so things like the draft became this like pop a rating thing. And now WWE is kind of leaning into it as a, we got to do it just to shake things up and also to have fresh sides of each coin. And now you add in the Fox part of things. And Fox is like, well, we want to have wrestler X, Y, and Z. And USA is like, I don't give a shit as long as this show's good. Because yeah, yeah. Fox has a lot more money in the game for this. So, for example, you know, we're going to talk about who went where in the draft momentarily. And like Charlotte Flair went to SmackDown. And a lot of people have been talking about the fact that that was Fox's recommendation. They wanted Charlotte. Makes sense. Yeah. Why not take the most recognizable woman on in WWE? Why not take her? There's a legacy there too. I, you can't you can't dispute that. Whether you like her or not, she has a name value. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is indisputable. She is top tier talent. Yeah. <laughs> and Louis saying Hit Row was drafted to SmackDown. I hope that dipshit fan wasn't drafted with him. Oh, I hope he'll, so fa- too. he'll find a new obnoxious outlet, I'm sure. If he's like me, he'll just switch to LA Knight. Just yeah. Every single time. <laughs> just honestly, I would enjoy that for a few weeks at least. Like if he was just constantly doing that, like at like a fixed interval throughout all of his matches, that would be very hilarious to me. I, I want it to replace the what chance. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, this is what I'm here for. So we get through uh through SmackDown. Let's talk about night one of the draft. Uh I do you want me to just rattle off who went where, or do we want to talk about if anything stands out? Uh, they opened the show with change. It, what was it? Change is coming. <laughs> yes, like, okay. except change yeah. isn't coming for change for weeks. arbitrary changes sake. And then, yeah, for, for a few weeks. Yeah. So we're going to we're going to free, which at first I'm like, this is kind of dumb. And then I'm like, you know what? This is better than having uh, it's, it's better than having them fake it for three weeks to go to mm-hmm. Saudi and then mm-hmm. come back and then fake it for like have to explain why all these interpromotion promotional matches are happening. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, have and to do something about it. It was fine. So the three weeks is fine. We're going to get to Saudi because all roads run through Saudi Arabia and then they come back and then it's brand supremacy season, which is just equally dumb. This is why this is why I wanted the draft to be in WrestleMania time. You're right, because it's just like now tired thing after now tired thing. Yeah, it, it, it's it's one thing after another. And also, why does the, the person who just joined a new brand a week ago suddenly care nothing about their brand? Like, the, all they care about is this new brand that they're on after they just switched from the legacy they were trying to create on the other. It's the, 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 the brain wave isn't there. So on SmackDown, let's just get right to it. Uh, let's go to the SmackDown picks and then we'll talk about them if there's anything interesting in there. Uh, so we got Roman Reigns going. Charlotte Flair switches over from Raw to SmackDown. Drew McIntyre goes from Raw to SmackDown. As uh, expected. I, fully expected. And I, I like that. that. I'll, I'll yeah, talk about that's that in the a best minute. decision. <laughs> uh, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods go from Raw to SmackDown, which is very Maybe. interesting. And we'll talk <laughs> about that for sure. Uh, Happy Corbin and Mad Cap 
moss. That's a so they basically too. took ridiculous moss, eh? Like they they just did that and opened the thesaurus and went with madcap. Like, I, I have a theory, and also Mitic Moss is how I will refer to him. <laughs> Mitic, yeah, for sure, uh, for sure. Our friends in NXT, known as Hit Row, they will be moving over. That's uh, the NXT including North Fab American. B. Fab B. Oh no, uh, that includes North American champion Isaiah Swerve Scott, who has not defended his title since June. Who was referred it. to just as Swerve by the commentary team, which I thought was noteworthy, but we'll see. So that's a good point. Top dollar or top dollar, uh, and Ashanti the <laughs> Adonis and B Fab or Fab B. Uh, yeah. Yes, we'll talk about them going over and why it could be really good. We'll see very uh-huh. shortly. Uh, Naomi gets drafted officially to SmackDown. Jeff Hardy moves over from Raw to SmackDown. I like that, and I'll tell you why yep. in a few minutes. Yep. Uh, yep. And the supplementary draft, Aaliyah from NXT, who's been doing a Whoa. billion dark matches going into this. You got to put, sorry, I'm looking in the chat. You got to put an ER. It's top dollar. If you guys spell it wrong. Then <laughs> <laughs> Fabby. Uh, Drew Gulak is moving over. So the 24-7 dorks are slowly transitioning over to SmackDown. Uh, except that Reggie is still on Raw. We'll get there in a sec. Mace. Oh, this broke me so bad. Mace yeah, and T-Bar got it's bad. It's a bad decision. Mace is on SmackDown. Mansoor and Ali are on SmackDown. And Tony Storm rounds out the SmackDown roster for night one. Okay. So... We'll talk about Drew McIntyre moving over first. We expected it, right? Oh, yeah. We said it had to happen because it had to happen. (laughs) One thing that I liked when he had his promo in the back is he brought up the fact that when he was brought into WWE, he was the chosen one and he was young Mm -hmm. and he was a kid. He started on SmackDown. I like that he brings that up because no one else would have. Yeah. Yeah, he like he's made his entire career like one long term narrative about his identity, which I, th- I think is really, really good and useful because it gives, you know, the writers tons and tons to work with. It's not like he had to, you know, he looks so different, but and he reinvented himself, but he's still you know, there's a through thread there that gives them tons of material. Yes, and I hope that they continue to use that. Um, we'll skip over New Day. We'll come back to that because I feel like it's a larger conversation. Yeah, it's a bigger. Yeah. Um, hit row. I expected them to go to Raw. I yeah, saw them. Say the three-hour show it makes more sense to me. <laughs> yeah, especially after the promo that they cut on NXT where they set the table for the entire night. They were very much playing the introductory Welcome to Monday Night Raw cast of characters. They didn't do that. They're not doing that. Uh, Top Dollar had Top Dollar had a match, a dark match, going into SmackDown. So uh, I guess that's what made the decision to have them join SmackDown. Either way, the BFAB's going to join a division that's going to need some help. They they yes. need that the women's division on SmackDown is very much like top tier, and then everyone else is below. Like in terms yeah. of work rate, in terms of character development, all that. BFAB's probably the most developed character, which isn't saying a character. Lot. I was about to say after that match with Electra, do you think she's ready to step into that role? Though like, I do, because here's the best okay. part about moving over to the to a brand in the draft. You are now working house show loops. Yeah, fair. You're gonna she'll, learn. She'll... You're gonna get better. You're gonna have time to train. That you don't get that in NXT. You don't get the mm-hmm. house show loops anymore because they aren't doing it. They haven't been able to. So I'm fine with that. Yeah. I, and Stantasma, my favorite. They ran Hit Row out of NXT. And you know what? I said it on Twitter. I'll say it here, just so that we have it on the audio and the video. I think that Swerve will drop the title to Phantasma. 
to uh, Santos Escobar. Santos, yeah. Uh, in, in one week or two weeks. I don't think they'll do it that quickly. I think it'll be two weeks that they get to it. Um, and yeah, and so Mod Mike brings up that Hit Row might bring a younger crowd, according to Fox. And I think there's a, actually a very, very good point to that. I thought they would be more a raw property based on the way that they, you know, the way that they set things up, the way that they act, the way that they, you know, promo, the way they entertain. I mean, I don't know shit about ratings or television viewership. I feel like Friday night is a hard sell for anything younger. I mean, you can PBR it, I guess. Those get counted. Do they get counted? (laughs) I don't know what counts. Well, we've, I don't know. You, You and I have talked about this offline. I've talked about this with a lot of different people. Right now, there is a very big emphasis on bringing in uh, African American mm-hmm. fans, bringing in black fans, plain and simple. You've got WWE champions that are holding titles who are black. You have main events where it's black talent on on top of the card. It's wonderful, and it's you know obvious. It's it's also obvious, but it's not a bad thing. Representation matters. Like we talk about this. This isn't our and this isn't our space to say it. This is something that I've no, just kind yeah. of been talking about and been noticing, and I'm putting it out there because I would love more people to see that and maybe understand how that can be a very good thing, at least in the WWE world. Uh, so that's that's as far as I'll go with that. I'll let other people who are much more equipped to have the conversation, to have that conversation. Yeah, my um, only concern with it is that I don't know if these WWE writers are going to be able to handle it correctly, but we'll see. Like, I'm, I'm just concerned that the hit that hit row is going to be put into some really corny ass programs with the Street Profits and stuff and just like do that ad nauseum. But we'll see. Well, we'll see where the Street Profits end up because they haven't been drafted yet. Oh, and Elliot uh-huh. points out also that he thinks that uh, Carmelo Hayes is going to take that oh. NXT North American Championship with his contract. <laughs> if he takes the North American title, then I think, I don't know. <laughs> like, that's a decision. I think he's going to wait until Ciampa drops the title and then he's going to go after whoever beats him for that title. And Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker. <laughs> like, or Von Wagner. Whoever the yeah, hell it's oh going to be. Oh, my God. Uh, so there's that. Uh, Jeff Hardy, I found interesting because I think they're going to have Jeff take on Roman Reigns at TLC. Yeah, I that think sounds that very correct. He's going to die, but yeah. But he's getting the build that he always wanted. He he got the music back. He's getting, you know, he was in a, a U.S. championship match this past weekend or last two weekends ago, whatever it was. Uh, he's getting slowly built and they can build him up for December to have a match against Roman Reigns in TLC. And Vince really responds to that crowd noise, and there was mad crowd noise for Jeff Hardy during that triple yes. threat. So yeah, so there, there's absolutely room there. Uh, Tony Storm is fine. I don't think there's anything else. There was so New Day. So let's talk about New Day. Everyone's laughing. Everyone's complaining. New Day gets split up in the draft. Biggie is on Raw, and the New Day got drafted to SmackDown. I think people are starting to realize as well that there's going to be some sort of movement because the Usos are on the board this coming week on Raw. Mm-hmm. They're in the draft pool. I think they're going to try and put something together where the New Day are still together. But, you know, this is the God damn it, pal. Take them on a ride. It's going to be one of those moments. Yeah, I, I think it's it's it, it's an opportunity for them to have uh, Roman Flex's uh, political muscle, you know? Yeah, I can absolutely see that. Roman just playing off as, you know, make it right. And making it right includes bringing the New Day over or it'll be Big E trying to best Roman somehow in the brand supremacy thing, blah, blah, blah. New Day becomes the full New Day uh, mm. on one of the brands, probably Raw. And the Usos are going to get drafted to Raw. They'll arrange a trade, move them over Raw SmackDown. Yada, or, yada, did it. or darkest timeline, during Survivor Series, the New Day have to face each other. 
Oh my god, I'm so into it. <laughs> it's gonna be. Oh my god, could you imagine they do Biggie yeah. and the Usos versus yeah Roman <laughs> versus Reigns Roman and in the, the New, New Day? Day? <laughs> Holy shit, let's do it. Let's do that. I like that so much better. Who Whose side are they on? Can they coexist? <laughs> let's do it. It's perfect. Oh. Uh, yeah, there you go. Like Luis is saying, mad about the New Day split, but then the Roman shenanigans cleared it. It's Sometimes you do just have to wait. Sometimes you have to just wait it out. I had a good laugh well, when we did it. I was like, out. there's something else going on here. Yeah, because here's the thing. I don't think they'll do the exact same thing two years in a row. I th- <laughs> I'm sorry, Luis. Um, <laughs> but you know what? We're dangerously close to another stupid, like, here's your title. Now here's your title with the with the women's champions. But we'll see. Maybe we're doing the two belts thing. That could be the other darkest timeline possibility here, given how they close the show. Again, we got we got three weeks. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm at least hoping that there's I don't think there's anything being planned yet. I just think that they're going to realize, okay, we got three weeks. Lipo. Yeah, yeah. Let it play out. Lipo. <laughs> it's fine by me. Uh, so for Raw, let's talk about the Raw side of the draft. We talked about Big E. He's on Raw. Bianca Belair yep. moves over from SmackDown to Raw. Don't hate that. Yeah, uh, RK fine. Bro no gets moved over. Or, sorry, they stay on Raw. Stays. Raw remains on Raw. Edge gets moved from SmackDown to Raw. That was interesting to me. Interesting. Very interesting. Forces them out of this, uh, this uh, feud post- are they fighting a crown jewel do you think is that what's gonna happen that's probably what's gonna happen i want them to be facing mansoor and ali in some sort of combination so that mansoor and ali win the tag titles oh sorry we're still talking about okay bro i was talking about edge like edge oh sorry seth. edge and seth yeah, is gonna yeah. be the thing that's gonna yeah. be the play for them uh because big money um the women's tag champions rhea ripley and nikki ash they stay on raw which i find really good i think it's smart you get two women out of that they will stay on raw once they lose the tag championships fine by me uh keith bearcat lee who should be bearcat keith lee mm-hmm. uh he is going to stay on raw ray and dominic mysterio move back to raw and hopefully ray keeps his eyeballs as well this time austin theory moves over from nxt to raw that was kind of expected i didn't think yeah. he would go in the main draft i thought maybe supplementary but cool they have plans <laughs> is, is this the second time he's been drafted no this is the first time he's been no drafted. Okay, yeah, he was just up there at one point. He on had some dark matches, but he hasn't been on the main roster. What? Who was Austin on the main Theory. roster that I'm thinking of? Dominic Mysterio? No. There was someone. There was someone who did a WrestleMania match. Oh, that was Austin Theory. Holy shit. That was right. Austin Theory. Yeah, you're see? Right. I completely I was like, this month, he's been up. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot about Austin Theory in the NXT move call up and down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that just blew my mind. Thank you for reminding Whoa. me. It's all good uh alpha academy move over from smackdown to raw that's otis and jack i I like this a lot actually i think that's the right move give them a little bit more time to breathe on the three hour show give them more attention because i like them i think they're good good potential apollo cruz and commander aziz hate this but i just hate this full stop (laughs) i feel bad for aziz because he's going to be on the same brand as omos and like they immediately devalues it, yeah. <laughs> Unless they're going to move AJ Styles and Omos over to SmackDown, which they actually might do. They, they very well could, yeah. But as of right now, they're on the same brand together. I feel bad for them about that. Uh, Dewdrop is going to stay on Raw. Fine with that. Oh, but Great. I mean, you got seven foot tall Shanky anyway, right? <laughs> on I the mean, same brand as Omos. Come on. Uh, so Dewdrop <laughs> stays on Raw. Drake Maverick stays on Raw. John Morrison stays on Raw. Hopefully his wife joins him soon. Uh, yep. Night Jack stays on Raw. 
24-7 champion Reggie stays on Raw, but of course, that's a cross-branded championship as well. R-Truth stays on Raw. T-Bar is now a Raw separate on his own, doing his own thing. And Zelina Vega moves over from SmackDown to Raw. Sure, Zelina Vega has red hair. Vince was probably like, uh, oh, no, she should be on Monday nights. God damn. No, no, three, three hours, more opportunities to continue punishing her. <laughs> She got yeah. one victory, so we got this going on. That's true, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we got some notable names for Monday. Let's talk about them real quick. We got Becky Lynch. That fre- This freaked people out. So this is the importance of having draft pools that are open and available to fans. Because when Becky wasn't picked at all in the first two rounds, people were absolutely losing. I was also confused. I was like, what the hell is this garbage? Yeah, she tweeted your, real quick. She's like, just to be clear, the man. <laughs> you, you had your two women's, or sorry, your two men's top champions go, and then you had the Raw women's champion. Why wouldn't you have the SmackDown women's champion in the same pool? That's what felt weird to me. Because none of it makes a damn bit of sense. Like the entire time, they're like, oh, this is this is great. Both of these people coming out on top, or both of these shows coming out on top. It's like, what? Is, what? Like, how can they do well? Like, it's just you're shuffling around people between the they're not going anywhere. And the people who aren't drafted just choose where they go. Yeah. Like, there's no stakes here. There really aren't. <laughs> I love the undrafted free agents thing. That is yeah, kind of nice. like no well, one's gonna, coming I, I, out on top. It's going to yeah. be real balanced. Dumb. I have a theory with that. We'll talk about that really quickly. Right. Um, so, yeah. So Becky Lynch is in the pool. Kevin Owens is in that pool. The Usos, who are the, the SmackDown tag champions. Sasha Banks. Uh, Damien Priest, the U.S. champion, Bobby Lashley, and the Hurt Business. Speaking of the undrafted free agents, I think they're going to be part of those undrafted free agents, and they're just going to go where Bobby goes. Mm-hmm. I think that's the play. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, who's the Intercontinental Champion, uh, AJ Styles, Nomas, Umberto Carrillo, Angel Garza, Street Profits, Shayna Baszler, Natalia, Tamina, Shotzi, Tegan Knox, Dakota Kai, Zaya Lee, and Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn took on... Damien Priest last night in Puerto Rico. So that's uh, that's something that's going no, on. No I think that was also... <laughs> I, I, yeah. I mean, Sammy to Raw would make sense to me. Yeah, I mean, they could also just swap the titles, right? The IC and US. Yes. We talked about that before. So I wonder if they would do that. I feel like... Well, I don't know. Now with Char- it's gotten a little bit money because they've swapped some things. I expect that to be the title swap, though. Like, if they're going to switcheroo them on shows, I think, I think it would be those ones. Yeah, because you have to do this ma- the um, Survivor Series match where the U.S. champion and the Intercontinental champion have a, a match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That works for me. Uh, but yeah, so so those are the notable names for Monday. I think there's going to be some really cool shakeups or at least some stuff that goes on for Monday. Uh, other than that, I mean, listen, like Becky's going to go first. The Usos are going to go pretty high. Sasha will go in those in the first two rounds. Lashley will probably go early. And then the champions will also go in the first like three, four rounds. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, we talked about New Day split, so we're good. New Day splat. Uh, <laughs> outside of SmackDown, outside of draft stuff on SmackDown, Roman and Brock, we open the show. Roman has his 20 minute entrance, which thankfully gets cut by an Extreme Rules wrap up, which I appreciated that. I don't know about you. Yeah, I mean, it gave me an opportunity to not. Well, I was going to skip it either way. <laughs> so I, I would have skipped the Roman entrance and I definitely skipped a wrap up. So, oh, by the way, other notable name for Monday is Finn Balor. We're going to have to talk about Finn Balor because he wasn't uh, on yeah. SmackDown Demon either. detective Finn Balor. Yes, that's right. So the detective is going to show up all painted up wearing his 
Sherlock Holmes hat. Yeah, the double-sided flip. Like, he's got to figure out who who screwed him there. Clearly, it was God, but anyway. I mean, apparently, it was some guy who was holding a camera and had a knife, according to some yeah, guy. Yeah, I saw that. Is that, 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 I, that I don't believe, because it didn't break that way, but I don't know, maybe it did. I can't. I, I looked for a also, second. Also, don't they use airplane cable? Uh, They use, no, they're one of the last they use ones actual to use rope. real rope. They, everyone else is using cable. Yeah. But yeah, hmm. WWE is one of the last to use rope because rope is expensive yeah. versus the cables that are much more springy and also much cheaper to, to do. Um, mm-hmm. I don't mind this shout, Damian Priest going to SmackDown. I'm fine with it. That's it what, yeah, I, I really, I think that'd be a good move. It'll yeah. probably work. Uh, okay, so so whatever. Roman does the promo, calls them Baltimoreans, which I love. Uh, yeah. And then we have, uh, what do they call the Brock Lesnar is called the suplex, or sorry, the suplexer they call Roman the suplexer cyst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah. like, great. It's it's October. It's spooky season. Let's do it. And then, of course, out comes Brock Lesnar. And I'm like, I should cut off all of the sleeves on my flannels. Yes. Because I can look that cool. Yeah, anyone can. It's true. I'm going to go. <laughs> and, and you know, it made it made Jeff Hardy look like a little bitch. <laughs> so Aww. afterwards. Yes, he did. Uh, but yeah. but but in the moment, Brock comes down and beats up the Usos. And I love that yeah. Roman is just like, don't you dare touch Jay. Don't you dare <laughs> touch that? not Jay. Jay. Any, anyone but Jay. Beat not the shit Jay. out of Jimmy. I don't care. But not Jay. <laughs> Do Jimmy again. Just not Jay. I love it. Little shit yeah, like that funny. makes me laugh. Uh, yeah. And yeah, that was fine. It was a good hot segment. Listen, they're building to a match that's going to have some uh, some stakes. A UK, mm-hmm. a Universal Championship. Sure. That's all. Uh, KO and Happy Corbin with Madcap Moss. So we're introduced to Madcap Moss. Midic Moss. Not Madcap this Moss. This isn't your jokes. video game cheap controller. It's Madcap <laughs> Moss. I'm sorry. KO looks so defeated coming out. He's like, I'm sick of this shit. I am over it. And I am not the everyone's contract that's up go to <laughs> AEW type of guy. I'm really not. I've never been that person here. This is, he's starting to wear it on his face that he's like, I'm so done with this shit. I feel bad. I mean, he's so talented and they don't give him the opportunity anymore to like, you know, he just keeps getting those quick little runs. Like, I don't know. They can't, yeah, they can't keep him on top. They shuffle him out as quick as they can. And what does he do? He doesn't go mid card. He goes down the card. It's just. Yeah. It's yeah. Upsetting. It's these stupid programs to get over mediocre characters. Mm-hmm. He's just he's over it. And it's very funny. Someone pointed out that uh, when he's coming out, he's he's got the 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 entrance thing is the thing says, just keep fighting. Yeah, and it's yeah. very, and he's looking so defeated, and I'm like, oh, it's it looks like he's there, getting baby. a pep talk, yeah, oh, yeah, like you know the hang, yeah, the, hang there, baby. The, the cat, yeah, <laughs> same thing, same same energy, poor cat. So it's a shame. I th- I think you know I I wish someone jump in and just give impact an ass load of cash. <laughs> like we need oh, we need a, a third. I mean, this is this is truly the golden age of another golden age of wrestling. Um, but I think we need somewhere else to help compete a little bit more because AEW can't just keep buying everyone <laughs> it's true and that's the other side of it too right impact has to start making their moves beyond just bringing guys in and not doing anything with their promotional materials make me watch again because really like the only thing that i'm super excited about or the the, the only person in impact that i think has like super duper talented right now is is jordan grace so i like i, I don't know i mean for me that bound for glory 
I mean, event with uh, Josh Alexander and Christian. Oh Page. yeah, sure. And Josh Alexander. That's going to do it for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like again, that's the problem. Impact has so much talent and so many good things going on, but they're so god awful at finding ways to promote themselves and their product. And yeah, and they keep going back to friggin' Eddie Edwards and and uh, what's his name? The, well, the, it ain't going to be Sam Callahan right now. Oh, is he because he busted his leg or something? Because he, he broke his ankle and they wrote him out finally, like fully this. Okay, so. maybe I'll start watching again. <laughs> All I'm saying is Impact, go back to Twitch and I swear we'll be watching and promoting you every single day. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, so Mad Cat Moss. I have a theory that it's it's the Mad Hatter. That's all it is. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Alice in Wonderland. He's telling okay. awful jokes that are oh. like make no sense. He's he's just the Mad Hatter, and he's going to be wearing Mad Caps. That's all it is. That's thin. That's a thin. <laughs> yeah, that's it's not a good. thin ass character. But guess what? <laughs> that's the way it goes. We got Shane Thorne being the crocodile hunter. Oh my god! And because of that, anything's possible. And again, shout out to Shane Thorne. We talked about it last week. Who went to Vince? Who went on Twitter and said, "I went to Vince with this idea," and everyone was like, "So brave, so brave! Congratulations!" So brave. Shane. No, he, again, so, again, we talked about this. That was like the three hundredth attempt for him to get on TV, and he just gave up. He's <laughs> like, worked. "What about Crocodile Dundee?" Yes, you know what? It's Fine. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> this is honestly, it's just. The Mad Hatter, he he saw that he was reading Alice in Wonderland to his grandkids. And so afterwards, Moss was just like, oh, shit, I have an idea. I'm going to go talk to the old man. I'm going to pitch. I'm going to pitch the Mad Hatter. And it worked. That's the thing. People were ripping on Chelsea Green's ideas, but the stuff that gets through. Like, it's At like, least no, she that, tried. It's, exactly. It's just, it's just brainstorming. You have to throw absolutely everything because apparently, I'm sure, you know, there's so many good character ideas that just thrown in the trash immediately. But, you know, Crocodile Dundee gets through. So Yes, exactly. So that's the match happens, whatever. Who cares? Uh, and then after that, we have a casual beanie. Yeah. I'm always which, here. Great segment. Love that. So yes. good. I love Seth Rollins going to to Edge's real house. That yes, everyone was like, "Is that his house?" Like, oh, yes, that's definitely his house. That's yeah, that, the that, house that would take too much to stage. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's the house that a broken neck built. Like, good on him. It's a really nice friggin' house. <laughs> I mean, I saw that kitchen. Like, he did a little. I was looking at uh, like what like um, some diet plans, and I was curious what he eats. And uh, 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 spoiler, does- like it's always prepared meals and stuff that they purchase because that's what people yeah. like that have the time to consume so it's yeah, not he, interesting at all like he's I, been very I open the video, about but yeah yeah he's yeah, he's, he's, he's just like yeah but he's, a, he's very in, it was it was a nice segment but yeah i saw his kitchen and he was this same kitchen <laughs> there's a there's a company that like everyone uses it's actually the same one that jinder was using when he was like built to shreds like when lee yeah. looked great uh by Which, the way looking very forward. not what i was looking for but that's yeah. fine <laughs> like people should stop interviewing wwe wrestlers they don't have time to eat in an interesting way <laughs> yeah so now the next show that i want like Luis was saying smackdown presents cribs hosted by seth rollins where seth rollins just goes to goes random to wrestlers houses <laughs> <laughs> it just breaks it just in. breaks in <laughs> kicks down some doors 
Not even. He just had to walk in because well, this like, one, this one. But they're not all going to be unlocked. Well, that's right? the thing. Like, we had a bunch of people being like, "What? What? Why is his door unlocked?" And I'm like, "Well, if you've ever been in Canada, let oh, me tell don't you. pull that stupid. <laughs> what's what's his, that documentary? Jackass did that. Oh, um, is that Mike Myers? Mike Myers. Yeah, he's a oh, not Mike Myers. Is- Michael Moore. Michael Moore. Michael Moore. Mike, Mike Myers. Myers is another Canadian. Canadian yeah, uh, darling. But yeah, Michael Moore goes in and is like, you stupid asshole. You opened like 30,000 houses and like the five that were unlocked you put on your in your movie. <laughs> so I know how documentaries work. It's mostly bullshit. Like, so the big kill awful. move here for, for yeah. Seth, it's not that he broke in. It's that he went into the fridge, took the apple out and left the fridge door open while he went through the kitchen itself. That's that is some heel move, man. Edge with the phone call to Beth was just like the groceries. <laughs> don't worry about the groceries. Yeah, exactly. Just don't worry about the groceries. He sees the kid art on the wall and he's like, hey, kids are ugly arts yeah. and then goes over to the couch and does the. <laughs> this is my couch. So loud of luxury. So good. Uh, so silly. And then, of course, Edge like peels it to the back. He just runs to the back. And he gets gets in the car, or no, he doesn't get the car because he doesn't. I'm like, what's he gonna do? Is he gonna is he gonna run to Asheville? Like, is he gonna run <laughs> yeah. to North Carolina from Baltimore? No. <laughs> he goes to get his phone and he calls Beth, and he does the little thing where he's just like, don't you know? I I, I don't care if you're out getting the groceries and it's 9:30 p.m. on a Friday night. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's like, I'm gonna call Daniel and David, and of course. Bunch of people figure out those are the real names of FTR. I like it. Yeah. It's a nice little shout. Yeah, it was cute. Um, shout out to Wade Keller, who had no friggin' clue that it was FTR. And like his That's entire funny. post show, people were just like, oh, maybe best brother or maybe best brothers, uh, David and Daniel. It's like, no, oh, he's please totally, stop it. Anyway, that doesn't Come make on. sense. <laughs> anyway, use your head. Do you think FTR showed up with Arn Anderson? Oh my God. I, one can only assume, you know. I mean, if, if bury the hatchet, I mean, if someone's strapped, you know, who's strapped now, they ain't, gonna, they ain't going to bury no hatchet. They're going to be burying something else after Arn <laughs> takes care of Seth. And, and I mean, they'll need a hatchet. No, hatchet's tough. Probably some sort of power. So anyway, uh, anyway, <laughs> so that was the beanie. I loved it. Uh, like Luis says, all that trouble just for tree semen. Shout oh out to uh, Daniel uh, Bryan, Daniel Bryan, Brian, Brian Danielson. Danielson. Anyway. Uh, I don't want to talk about Mask Mela. Do you? Luchador. Luchadora. <laughs> Awful segment. Good crowd. Good work crowd. She did look stupid. Move on. I hate, I hate the beat ma- the beat down that leads to no match. Like, just ring the bell. You could have rung the bell at any moment. She got in the ring. Makes it no sense. It was very silly. There was no reason for it. Amen no. Tag. New Day and Street Profits take on Alpha Academy and the Darty Dogs. Sorry. I had to get there. Um, Montez Ford's ribs will never heal. I love it. They win the match and they're doing the positivity thing. And Tez is just like wincing in pain and trying to praise the Lord. And he's like, oh, this sucks. I hate everything, but I'm happy I won. It's great stuff. I love that stuff. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Uh, Street Profits is going to split up on Monday. What do you think? I, I think that might happen. I think Dirty Dogs also go go to Raw. Don't know why. Dirty Dogs. Sorry. Just give Dolph Ziggler some time. You know, and I think he can. They, with three hours, they can do that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Carmel's mask is more protected than Moore's luchadors in WWE and it riles Luis. Oh, it's such a hideous mask. <laughs> it's so bad. Glitteron, glitterati mask right there. Um, Banks and Bel Air. 
I was shocked that it had a finish. Yep. Same. But the real story was Becky on commentary. Because I don't know about you, I could not pay attention to that match while Becky no, was like... No, same. It was just listening to Becky. Going. And like they kept introducing so many... One, we got two belts backs constantly being referenced. And then they end the show the way they do. We got Becky Biceps, who... <laughs> she's very fit. Them some little ass biceps. And they've got... like They had Beth Phoenix for a while. You know, we've seen some sizable biceps like <laughs> here's your your bicep specialist little noodle arms <laughs> we're gonna start having you do bicep uh measurements for bicep all analysis yeah. yes bicep analysis anyway becky's got little little arms like, and, and she fit so, but little arms so now the story is like the four horsewomen versus michael cole and that's the match i want to see at wrestlemania because they're that all going in on michael cole every time they're on commentary without like bailey very famously had everything going during the pandemic and now becky's doing it charlotte was doing it on raw like when whenever michael cole was on raw holy shit i just want to see them take on michael cole let's do that do that uh and apparently sasha's gear was a big point of conversation to a lot of people why um just wearing chaps something like that okay people were making excuses sasha crew whatever good luck um is becky an effective heel to you by the way yeah i yeah? like her i i mean i found her so i mean she's you know she's conor mcgregor but whatever what's um yeah, because there are people on the other side of that argument very, very vehemently saying this isn't working. Becky is not a heel. I, this isn't, you know, this isn't going to work. It's fake. It's too put on. Well, first of all, welcome to wrestling. She's not actually going to be a bad guy. I, I think she's annoying as shit, which is the best way to become a heel in my in my book. Like, Shout out to Lil Arms. Arms. Definitely a rapper. <laughs> nah, that's little guns, man. That's true. Anything with a double With a Z. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, the Becky thing is fine with me. I think, I think she, you come out, here, out there with a shit ass mohair jacket, you're like, you're a heel. I don't yeah. care. I think people are just upset that she's not getting like the giant booze that people want. But I don't think that's possible. Half the heels in WWE don't. Like, that's, because that hasn't, cool. that hasn't been a thing since the internet. Like, that, that really has not been, you know, but like I, Roman's getting a mixed response. Like, he's not just getting booze other than the big ones they pipe in. Like, Part of WWE's problem has become that the it's always the cool heel and it's never a face that has any sort of like awareness or any sort of character other than they're just really good, like good people. That's it. That's it. They're always just they're they're fighting champions is their number one go to for heel champs. Um, and they're really like wistful bootstrappers. And it's like, I don't even I those people are annoying. Like hyper positivity can be very, very irritating and is more heelish to me. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, aside from E, I don't think there's anyone who's like legitimately just like over Drew's over, but he's becoming this weird historian because they don't know what to do with him. So. And then the opportunity arrives and she takes out both women after the match, stands tall, and we're watching Charlotte and Becky. Sure. I don't really agree with the whole like two white women standing tall in the main event with two black women. I, I, I understand that there's an optic there, but I don't really, I, I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't hit me the same way, but also I'm not in the demographic to feel differently. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah I, 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 I feel like sometimes things are just read into a little, a little too hard. I, I look, I was just in the matches on SmackDown were all capably done, but not interesting in any way to me, no. including 
Banks and Belair. Like, I, I didn't need to see the same damn match over and over again. Like, I don't care. I just don't care. All for 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 its to its credit, like all of the segments on SmackDown, I thought were really really strong this week. It's just overall, it was kind of a medium show. Yeah, largely was, just because the wrestling was not interesting to me at all. Yeah, it was very much draft centric, and to be honest, like the matches themselves didn't do anything for me. Yeah, so it was just kind of an an episode of SmackDown. Not good, not bad. Yep, just there. Yep, nothing serviceable. You know, yep. like I said, the wrestling is almost always like good. Like it's not. Let's talk about uh, Dynamite and Rampage. But before we do that, let us tell you to toss a like on this video, would you? Maybe leave a comment. If you're in the chat, welcome. Hello. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. TimAndJoelPod.com. And on top of that, join our Discord. It's free for now. It's in the link in the video description of this year YouTube video. And all of them for that matter. So get in there. Go. Do it. Let's talk about Dynamite. Mm. Adam Cole Bebe takes on... Jungle Boy, Bay Bay. Uh, anyway, good match. Really good match. But by the way, this is canon now. CM Punk is Adam Cole's opening act. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every keeps- time, <laughs> every time, without fail, CM Punk is coming out for something. Yeah, and then Adam Cole like comes out. Little- <laughs> yeah, this, look at me. I'm here again. Yeah, uh, I exist. <laughs> Are you bored of CM Punk being touted on the program every week yet? Yes. You yeah. are. He's, he just talks. It's like, I don't. I'm getting there. I don't need another commentator. There's enough of them. <laughs> like, I'm waiting for a 16 man commentary booth. Yeah, no kidding. God knows we're already on the road to a 16 man commentary booth after a 16 man tag. We'll get to that in a second. So Cole and Jungle Boy have their match. I mean, what did you expect? It was great. It was fun. Yeah, so obviously. <laughs> Cole's, Cole's new Finnish name is The Boom. I'm going to start boom. calling it La Boom. Then the elite come out, and of course we got Brian Danielson, Jurassic Express, and I think Kaz is in this match taking on the elite next week. So if Kaz wins, if Kazarian wins the match, I will laugh so hard. Do you think Kazarian's the first one pinned next week? No, he can't be. They need to let him win. He needs to win this one. (laughs) I have to find out if he's actually such a joke. Oh, even you know, not even sure. I'm not even. I mean, I'm impressed by like, yeah, eh, yeah. Adam Cole, very good. Jungle Boy, very good. Yeah, it was fine. Uh, Anyway, so so that that match happens, Uh, and then afterwards, uh, or sorry, not afterwards, but Brian made a a challenge out to anyone in the elite, and then Mm -hmm. we ended up. Oh, so okay, so Kaz is not in that eight man tag. That's very upsetting. You goofing? Uh, Why? Why? I mean, Kazarian's just there to take L's, I guess. Yeah. The only thing elite is the L. He is the L eat hunter. Um, mm. Yes, that's as far as I'll go. So Brian, the L like eater, the L eat. Yeah, the L eater hunter. So uh, Brian takes on Nick Jackson on Rampage. Again, a great match. Very lengthy. Brian Dal- Danielson's so good. I, yes, he's very good. I, there's a lot of interesting stuff he does that I have not seen. <laughs> Chopped up red as is tradition. Yeah, it's normal. That I have seen. <laughs> they they use his skin condition or whatever the hell it is. He just goes easily. He just reds yeah, easily. Uh, he just it, loves eating red. A lot of outside stuff from the elite. Lots of cold spray. Fine. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, he got kicked in the head. Uh, Cutler did. That was great. Shout out to the crowd who actually was able to shout out that lengthy 
you're going to get your effing head kicked in together in at least one round. Very good. Respect. Good Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, we, so we all thought that he was in there, but the graphic does not have uh, Kazarian. Cattle mutilation and Danielson wins the match. It's going to take me forever to say Danielson or Brian or just not Brianson, like whatever. I'm just always going to get it wrong. Anyway. Uh, And then out comes everyone and we do the schmaz, blah, blah, blah. And then they do a double submission spot. I don't know how you felt about it. Uh, I, I thought the camera angle was hilarious that they just did the top down shot and it was just like, all you see is their hands going and. It's very strange, but uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, it was weird. It felt like because the crew came out like twice, right on on Dynamite and then on Rampage. Like it was just Christian and all of them coming out. I was like, oh, same thing. OK, yeah. And so, yeah, it's, it's just all the same. I, I'm ready for this thing to go somewhere. So maybe let's do that. Yeah. Oh, man. OK, back to Wednesday. Glock Anderson. Let's talk about it. Oh, best boy. segment. <laughs> best oh, segment. Oh, sorry. Oh my god! I saw some memes. There were so many memes. There was uh, remember that NRA spelt backwards is iron. Oh. Like, oh my god! Okay, okay, okay. First of all, I have to I have to say thank you, Arn Anderson, for giving me a viral tweet this week. Thank you. Go find it. Um, Lee Johnson getting a win. I like that. I like that he also basically like booted out Cody over it. Loved it. Very good stuff. Oh, whoops. Uh, I don't love Dante Martin eating the pin though. No, that's well, whatever. He'll survive. Yeah. It could have been Matt. I mean, I don't know. Did they need to win that match? Even Cody and Lee. I mean, it's Cody. So yes. Uh, and then we had to get to the, we had to get to the yarn segment. Imagine if they we're getting a Cody heel turn. Are we not? Is that not yes. where this is going? This yeah. Is that's that's hundred. I think he's reading the room. He sees the reaction he's getting from fans. And I think he's a practical guy. I don't think he's like that up his own ass. I mean, he's up his own ass, but like, you know, he can, he can recognize that like, eh, this isn't working. I have to do something different. So, I mean, he might, what, what he should do again, go full fascist, lean into the Homelander bit. Jesus. No, <laughs> Yes, do it. Do it. Uh, I don't know. I just I, I saw I saw I saw someone talking about how like Arn Anderson could have been the one planting the seeds all along, and maybe everything that he you're talking about the playbook and talking about yeah, what's yeah. written on the the, playbook. And the fact that it makes not a damn bit of sense in, in right. wrestling context here. Right, and instead of it being a ham sandwich every time, maybe the playbook was actually Arn with like nefarious moves to get him to cheat. And Cody was like resisting it the entire time. But the only person who would listen to Co- or the only person Cody would listen to and take that advice was Arn. So Arn is the one who's going to turn Cody because Arn just what does he say this week? He's like, listen, don't carjack me, carjack Cody because he's a giant pussy. But I, I will take a gun and I I'm will spray your you. brains all over the pavement. And I'm like, that was God. dark. There's been so many death threats and like, Jesus. Every uh, th- There were four death threats in wrestling this week. My God. There's a lot of uh, carjackings in the States, eh? Is that a common apparently. thing? It's a very much a common thing, My according to Arn. God. Arn's ready, though. Don't fuck with Arn. Jesus. Did you watch Roads to the Top? No. Yeah, why, why would you even ask? I watched, I watched the first 10 minutes and turned it off. I'm sorry. I couldn't. Um, yeah, just not not for me. It's no. I'm not gonna watch mid and misses. Uh, <laughs> Sixteen man tag match. 
That's a lot of people. Why would you do that? Why do you have six? I, I don't know. <laughs> you know, just to get the whole dark order out there. God forbid they just be at ringside. They, uh, I see mod Dan being like Dan's prepared or sorry. Arn's prepared. Well, so was, uh, so was uh, Dexter Loomis, but that was a different kind of preparation. Anyway, 16 man tag. What could go wrong with 16 people in a match, right? Uh, they went they went to break at one point, and I was like, why don't we just have a bunch of eliminations here? And then someone tells me it's not an elimination tag. It's not an sad. elimination tag match at all. Yeah. I thought it was promoted as an elimination tag, and I would have been like, oh, shit. This is going to so take many, So many pins. <laughs> no, I but, uh, I mean, what's what's the worst that could happen? I stopped paying attention, which is what happened. I didn't. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> like, and they continued to be in fighting, which they like they didn't put it aside. They continued to do it so that they could have that one big moment, which is the only noteworthy thing that happened. And I just like, again, none of this really happened on Dynamite, so I don't care. Like yeah. a lot of this has been happening on Elevation and, and Dark, and I, I don't care. So Uno and Grayson start to take a powder and then out comes Anna Jay, Ty Conchi, uh, Negative One, and Amanda Huber, who was John's uh, wife, uh, Brody Lee's wife. Uh, yeah. And they do the the papers, which the is papers, funny. Yeah. And wait, yep. I liked it. I wish it would have been Me too. Amanda that was, it papers. was great. Like I said. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but instead, Amanda's like, you know, get the hell out there and do your thing. I like that. I like that it was Amanda yelling on behalf of uh, on behalf of Dark Order and no one else. Should, a negative one wouldn't have been the same. Amanda no. is like a grown ass human. And she was like, do it. She could throw some papers husband. with force, you know. <laughs> yeah. And this one was good. That that I liked, but yes, I think this could have been a story told within the promoted women's tag match that you had. Mm-hmm. Because you had HFO members, Bunny and Penelope Ford, Penelope Ford, sorry, taking mm-hmm. on Ty Conchi and Anna Jay. You could have done something there instead of having a 16-man cluster fuck of a match. Mark for edit. You can add a beep there if you want. I don't care. I'm not going to. Good. <laughs> Um, I just, I didn't understand why we needed this match. It just, it didn't really do much for me. Not my thing, but like, you know, I don't know. Every time they put that many wrestlers in and again, like, it's just, it's a story that hasn't been told and they just wanted to do it because it's Rochester, which I get. It's just could have been on dynamite. Yeah. More anyway. Not that it wasn't at all, but more. Uh, Leo Rush is officially all elite. I like that. Uh, I like that Leo Rush is basically going to scam everyone out of their money. Yeah, he's a scum. He's a rich scumbag. Got it. He stonks. He's the AEW stonks guy. Good on him. Yeah. Big fan of that. Uh, Yeah. By the way, George Joel being a part of the HFO. Sure. Why not? Sure. Why not? Uh, So, yeah, Leo Rush is now all elite. That's great. People are talking about him buying out private party from the HFO. I like the idea. We'll see. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That sounds good. Do it. Uh, Shida, Hikaru Shida finally shows up on Dynamite. Uh, in a pre-tape says she wants Serena Deeb. She wants her 50th win. She tells us yep. all that it is the dynamite anniversary next week, which mm-hmm. that crept up on me. Holy crap. It's yeah, no way. Holy crap. Uh, and then we also get the announcement that there's a casino ladder match next week. Mm-hmm. Did you see who was in the casino ladder match? Yeah, I think so. I got to look it up because I forget. I know Orton <laughs> Cassidy and Matt Hardy are in it. Yeah, uh, John Moxley's in it, is he? Mox not? is in it. Yeah. No. Uh, Damn it. Yeah, and after that, now I, I'm trying to remember my heart, but this is gonna kill me. Uh, I'm sure the chat's gonna. Okay, get we got Andrade, we got Pac, we yeah. got uh, Lance Archer, and we got the Joker. And so, who's the Joker? Is it Brian Cage? I think it's Brian Cage. That's really boring, but probably. Well, I don't think it's gonna be anyone. I, I don't think it's gonna be anyone big. I don't. No, I think I think there's no room. <laughs> 
by the way, I was as as Elliot says, Matt Hardy FTW for the win. Um, I was told by dorks on the internet that Matt Hardy retired from wrestling, and I'm sitting there just being like, "Not after you see this graphic, pal." Yeah, no, he's gonna get another head injury. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. Like we said, Orange Cassidy, Matt Hardy, Mox, Pac, Andrade, Lance Archer, and then a Joker. Uh, Leo Rush could be the Joker, I guess. Could very well go. be. Yeah, that's exactly. a strong. Matt Hardy wrestled last week. <laughs> It's not, he's, he's not retired. People are weird. Uh, yeah. So sure, why not? So who wins the match? Leo wouldn't be bad if he is the Joker. But no, no, no. He's, I don't know. Who, who the hell's facing Kenny next? Like, I mean, and to lose to Kenny, almost certainly. Oh, Lance Archer. Easily. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's probably Lance Archer. it. Yeah, the guy who goes back and forth, utility player. Yeah. Yeah, and now that... Now that uh, now that his secondary is back, now that uh, Jake the Snake is back, it can have Lance Archer full, yeah. full win. He can do it. And then the Joker doesn't have to be anyone important. Uh, Orange yeah. Cassidy is a good shout, but Orange Cassidy. He's top of rankings, though, he's isn't top he of the rankings. right now? Yeah. So, like, they don't need to do the ladder to put in there. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the Joker has won a ladder match. Going back, it was Brian Cage. Brian, yeah, Brian Cage was a Joker, yeah. and he won a ladder match. So, there you go. Uh, people who were asking about that. MJF promo. Let's get to that. Okay. Edgy or cringy? What did you think? Loved it. Really? Yeah. I expected I you to be shit. a little bit on the cringe side of it. No, I think it was great. You you like the school shooter mime skateboarder thing? Yes, because that is his character. It cuts right to the heart of it. There's no. I've called him a school shooter. Remember <laughs> the pipe say. bomb bullshit? The stay yeah. home sting? That is entirely his gimmick. That makes sense. Uh, I thought the straight edge thing was good. You know, they talked about it. I don't know if that is that his real life. I don't know. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm sure he was down with it because, again, I'm very confident that MJF clears what his promo is going to be with the people involved every time. Yeah. Oh, Mod Mike brings up that it could be Pac versus Kenny again, which I wouldn't mind that at all. Either. Yeah, that'd be fine. Be fine. Um, yeah, the drunk driving Uncle Crash line, that was a real thing. Um, but you know what? After all this. He's a bastard. Like, that's the point. <laughs> yeah. And credit to Darby Allen for not breaking throughout all of this. Yeah. He just he Good. stood there. He took it. And that was it. Yeah, I think he's, yeah, that's what he wanted to do. And it sets up a strong feud, in my opinion. I think they'll be great together. I don't know how I feel about it. I think it'll be yeah. a good a good promo feud, but I don't know. I'm just not in love with it. Well, I'm not well, in love with it. I think I'll enjoy it. Very contrasting styles. Yes, that, that's fine with me. Uh, and then the main event of Dynamite, we had the TNT title on the line. Miro, Sammy Guevara. We have a new champion. Sammy Guevara. What did I say? I said it was a strong possibility Mira was going to drop it because he doesn't need it anymore. He's got a character finally. So, so okay. Yes. I, I was tipped off that Sammy was going to win. I was very happy to find out that Sammy was going to win. I'm that guy. I don't care. Um, <laughs> shout out to our friend Maggie who joins us on the watch alongs. She got this. Yeah. She, she put up a tweet on August 15th. Oh. <laughs> And after after he had won the title and he, they showed off the new white belt with the coat of arms for the Bulgaria Wolf. colors. Yeah. And so this is this was her, her tweet. Here's my hot take on Miro's title reign because of the significance of our hometown of Plovdiv's coat of armor. He puts the belt on the side plates. It's the city built on seven hills. Miro will have seven big opponents and eventually lose to the eighth. And that's exactly <laughs> what happened. That's that's neat. He like had that. other ty- like he had other defenses, but like of the ones that were promoted and made big fights, he did that. He had yep. 
it was very, very cool. Um, so big shout out to Maggie. She she absolutely nailed it. Uh, I want to actually find those matches real quick. I don't know if Fuego counts, but uh, yeah. Lance Archer, Lee Johnson, not Lee Johnson, Fuego, Kingston, Evil Uno. That was promoted Friday Night Dynamite. Anyway, it was good. It was a really, really good thing. Big fan of that. Um, Miro going after all four turnbuckles. What did you think? Was that kind of overkill? Was that silly? Yeah. I don't know and why. And Fuego decided. coming at me like, mm, I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. Penta coming out as the Joker dressed as the Joker. That was like, yeah, I almost said it. I almost said that as like a joke to as who's it going to be. <laughs> but <laughs> oh, that would be awful. I'm all for it though. Awful. Let's do that. Uh, yeah, so so that was that was the, the the Sammy Guevara and Miro match. It was fine. It was good. It was a, a very good match. When TK said, you know, had his like his midnight announcement where it's going to be a very Brody centric show and we're going to have a big TNT title match. I was like, OK, I think they're going to switch the belts. Yeah. And lo and behold, we have Sammy Guevara as a new champion. Well deserved because they've been putting a lot on Sammy lately and he's been knocking it out of the park. So why not? Yep. Yeah, I think it's got, and like I said, Miro doesn't need to have a belt right now like he he finally established a good character i think he's got something that's going to keep him going for a while what if miro's the joker miro could be the joker transition up the card that's what we talked about a long time ago Mm -hmm. lose it in a way that just works uh we talked about b fab and the match on wednesday and then we talked about oh yeah yeah we did talk about that yeah yeah sorry that's for anyone who's listening in audio we were asked that on the live video uh rampage nyla nyla rose jade cargill Thunder Rosa, have a match. It's solid. They have a lot of toys going back to B-Fab and Electra. This one was a little bit better. Uh, yeah. T- yeah, yeah. I love <laughs> Thunder Rosa basically like GTFOing at the start of the match and being like, I'm going to let the bigger girls go at it. And Smart. It just lay out. Cerebral. <laughs> yes. That is that is the uh, the, the smarts of she powerbombed nyla through that table that was pretty good which evoked a holy shit chant because people just really want to have that experience even though it doesn't really it's warrant not really it, a but. thing yeah it's it kind of fun. exhausting constantly but yeah uh yeah it's fine and then smart mark gives her the chair to jade and jade goes after thunder rosa and is kind of pulling back on those thunder on those uh, thunder rosa chair shots sure whatever the, yeah. the jade cargo's built out of stone so i feel like she's just gonna you know She's going to have to pull back a little bit, but it wasn't great. Um, But it's cool. I mean, listen, Jade, Jade's going in the right direction. It seems like, yeah, I mean, she, I see why she got the win here. It was obvious like need. So, well, you want to talk about why? So on the rankings, Jade Cargill, I think is, or Thunder Rosa is ahead of Jade Cargill, despite Mm -hmm. the fact that Jade is undefeated and Thunder Rosa has two losses. The difference being that Thunder Rosa has, I think, double the matches under her belt. It exactly, because like, she's you know she's. Being but is that what it time. is? Because it's if it's percentage wins, then it should still be Jade because she's hundred percent. No, but you can't, it can't just be percentage. There's a weighting applied to it, right? Because if you just do percentage wins, someone winning one match is going to be on top, which is nonsense. There's With a weighting a reason. Though. Is that what it there's is? There's absolutely a weighting. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely a weighting. I thought it was also quality of of of, a, of person, quality of of a challenger beaten. Could be. I mean, Either that's way. hard to assess. You'd have to b- b- rank everybody, not only on. Ah, no, no, okay, yeah. They have that. <laughs> they have it on their. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's probably pretty similar to how the UFC does things. You know, where some people would just need to get to the top, get to the top. <laughs> yeah, and, and so this this will probably put Jade as the number one contender after this because yeah. she pinned Thunder yeah, yeah. Rosa. That was it. She pinned the number one ranked women. 
she is number one now. It's got to be. Yeah. If the rankings yeah, come yeah, out yeah, next yeah. week and Thunder Rosa is still number one, I'm I'm be like, what the what are we doing? What is this? It's just weird. They uh, could just release the formula. It's not a, never. Anyway. God forbid. That's a co- Cody wants to Cody wants to have you thinking that everything's about sports like feel. Trade uh, secret. <laughs> yes, trade secrets. Did you watch Rose to the top? By the way. No. God, no, stop neither. asking. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be my new go-to. TBS title is probably going to be Jade's. Yes, I'm fine with that. Yeah, that's okay. I missed the Malachi Black segment. Did you see it? Uh, it was a package, right? Yeah. It was just a little video. Now, it was wasn't his anything face crazy. further like it was... painted? I didn't notice that much. <sighs> I'll, I'll keep an eye out next week. But I, I, yeah, I haven't zeroed in on your insane theory. I mean, it's, it's not right. an insane theory. He's it's going not. To... It's. A, I mean, if we're doing the Miro thing, yeah, it's very possible. Full, full corpse paint. That's the gimmick. That's what it's going to be. And I feel like uh, Malachi Black's going to have the corpse paint kicked off of him by Cody Rhodes, or he's going to join the House of Black, the House of Rhodes, including Malachi Black. We're all going to join the Cody verse together, so that when Cody goes for the the uh, the title, the AEW Championship, he is. Cody Black. No. The Black Rose. <laughs> yeah, okay. So there, so Evan's saying that that it was and that not I so I'm not saying it's gonna I'm saying full face will come at full gear, but yeah, slowly yeah, but yeah, surely slowly. he's getting to full corpse paint. It's a clock. His face is a clock. Yeah, he should absolutely see a doctor though. Uh yeah. like a witch doctor though. Not, not healing. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get to the main event. First of all, the split screen with Mark Henry and Jack Evans and Orange Cassidy. <laughs> Love what's this shit. wait what is this i have yeah. no idea what this is <laughs> the only person who knew anything about this match was matt hardy and i love yeah it. It was, <laughs> it was matt so hardy re- famously retired wrestler matt hardy mm-hmm. yes yeah uh, that was excellent very good stuff uh and then yeah it's, uh, orange cassidy's just like what is the match sure okay whatever fine okay fine <laughs> uh people don't know that jack evans has had a hair versus hair match and lost before oh yeah I always, I'm a little bit disappointed when they don't shave the full head in the ring. They keep doing that. They just make them ugly and then they clean it up after. Well, then because, first of all, not everyone has the best barber equipment out there and you're sweaty and gross. That shit rusts real fast. Come on. You know that. You know, Tony Khan's got money. It's fine. (laughs) That's true. He does. Probably hire a barber. Could buy a set of clippers that can be thrown out right after. Were they using like Manscaped products, which was, by the way, the best publicity you can find? (laughs) So the match was good listen i loved it yeah, like, it was, yeah good good orange. finish liked it uh uh evan sold the hell out of the orange punch it was good yes i i also liked it in like the early stages of the match uh orange cassie like swings jack evans by his ponytail of all things it's it's fun there's little shit like yeah, that it's fun enjoy it's good uh yeah it was just a good match and then you know they i don't know how you felt about it but like having all of hfo show up and then get cut off by uh chuck taylor and willie yuda statlander and then the rest of dark order it was i guess it was fine it was just kind gang of wars. just telling us yeah it's gang wars we're back to it gang wars. why not yeah that's yeah, good and they chop off jack evans hair and then negative one gets in the ring and they lift him up and it's his night and it's cute i liked it it was fine yeah, yeah, and that was no the other rampage well good it was good yeah. stuff good saturday stuff. night's uh, was good yeah people were talking about the starks promo it's good Package. that was actually was very like, good yeah. producer uh, director <laughs> yes i liked it like him being on commentary for that was pretty great Yes, it was. Yeah, so it was uh, just a good, a good episode of Rampage. It's always easy to watch when it's an hour. Please don't go to two hours. Yeah, never two again. That I'm was begging. Uh, TK, I know you're like, watching. 
<laughs> never go to two hours. The hour is great. Like that was, it was such a tight show. Very good. It was very straightforward, very easy to do. Um, speaking of which, it's very easy to drop a like on this video. It's very easy to subscribe to us here on YouTube and share this link. Tell your friends about us because here we are trying to grow and wanting to grow with you and join our Discord. There's a link in the description here. It's free. Free 99. Mm. That's JR's favorite. Free 99. Mm. Uh, is there anything else from wrestling this week that you want to talk about? Anything else that was fun? Probably. Yeah, I know, right? I think Glock Anderson wins the week. I think he really does. <laughs> Honestly, again, it got me a viral tweet, so I can't really be upset about that. Come on. It's very funny. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. It was because I, I read people talking about it in our Discord. Check out the Discord link below. Um, and it was I, like I had read about it before I saw it. And I was like, wait, what? What is going on? Why are, why are we talking about guns? <laughs> and then hearing it, it was like anticipating it. It was still so much better than I expected. <laughs> Murder week here. Oh, he was because he was fired up. He's just, you know, shoot first, ask questions later. Aaron Anderson, the enforcer. I can't think of another way. My God. All right. Let's get out of here. Let's go start. Let's go have a nice Sunday outside, even though it's raining out here. Tim, where can the kids find you? Uh, they can find me at Tim Stone, P-T-I-N-D-S-T-O-N-E-P on Twitter. And, and he's Instagram. also on Instagram. Yeah. That's right. Uh, show is at Tim and Joel Pod. We're not hard to find. I am at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. Someone had asked me last night about my Twitch and what I'm doing with it. Stay tuned. Working on some stuff. Working through some stuff. Everything's fine. But until then, ladies... Gentlemen, friends beyond the binary. That's right. I can't I can't stream because I'm actually Joe Gacy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's why I can't do it. Sorry. Sorry about uh, that. Not canceled. Not canceled. Not canceled. Hashtag not canceled. Uh, hey, Tim, did you watch Rose to the Top this week? Uh, stop that. See you next week. <laughs>